Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 16 years. We have four kids. And in this podcast, we like to ask each other three marriage check-in questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? So we're inviting you to eavesdrop in on us. Why don't you kick us off? What's something that brought you joy this week? We had a bonfire in the backyard. With our friends. Yeah, small social (laughs) gathering. I love having campfires in our backyard. Mm -hmm, I love hanging out with our family and with our friends. The activity of being around the campfire is enjoyable for me. Mm -hmm. But what really brought me joy from it is something that you did, Christina. When we do have fires with people... Mm-hmm. You talk me up and brag on my ability to roast the perfect marshmallow. Oh. <laughs> it's true, though. You do. You roast the perfect marshmallow. I've never experienced something like this. It's just golden brown on the outside, and it is so gooey on mm. the inside. It's amazing. So gooey that uh, this thing is like dripping off my stick. I need to get to a graham cracker quick. Yeah, I would. I would put you up against anyone in a s'more roasting really? or in a, a marshmallow roasting competition for sure. Yeah, should make it happen. <laughs> marshmallow tournament, yes. summer of twenty twenty. Yes, we mm. need this. We need this. Yeah, you can make me a s'more anytime. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's something that's brought you joy this week? I got a volleyball net. Yeah, which. Is fun because volleyball is fun, but really it was just sort of a victory in being able to obtain a volleyball net because apparently volleyball nets are the new toilet paper. (laughs) You cannot find them in the store anymore. People are buying them like crazy. Mm -hmm. Your mindset when you left to go find one was that you were going to be picky on which net to get? Yeah, I wanted a good quality net how many stores did you go to until you finally found just any all of them (laughs) all of the stores sorry we're all sold out yeah and that's what they told me they were like everyone's been buying these volleyball nets Hmm. do you think that's because of covid or because you know weather's finally nice or both probably both Yeah. yeah i mean they blamed it on covid but everybody blames everything on covid now (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) Right. Well, congratulations. We've been having a lot of fun with that in the backyard. Volleyball and badminton. It's a multi-purpose net. Yeah, it's a hybrid. And I would love, you know, we should combine our s'more, our marshmallow roasting competition with like a badminton tournament. Hmm. I love badminton. Or uh, the prize for the winners of badminton, get a marshmallow. Oh, yeah. Roasted by the marshmallow roasting (laughs) king. So good. Oh, awesome. Yeah. What's been something that was hard this week? Hmm. I think it's something that's been hard for, well, all of us. All the uh, injustice, racial tension, uh, the uh, the devastation that's going on, mm-hmm. uh, specifically in Minneapolis on Lake Street, where just kind of the epicenter of all this. Mm-hmm. Christina and I have spent a lot of time on Lake Street. I used to live nearby there. Yeah, some of our first dates were in that neighborhood. Yeah, Calhoun Square. And... Yeah, and we spent a lot of time at the Children's Hospital there. Yeah, just three blocks three blocks north of, uh, of Lake Street. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to see. I know there's, this is hard on multiple levels, 
but it was hard for me to see uh, pictures of some of the places that we've been to and we're familiar with just absolutely destroyed by vandalism or fire. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard because of the destruction and the racial tension that's been going on. Yeah. But also hard because those are places that you have all these memories and, and just locations that you love. Like uh, Midtown Global Market. I'm not sure if that was destroyed. I I think I saw from one of the pictures, like the parking ramp next to it was destroyed. So we love this place. They celebrate multicultural diversity. Mm -hmm. They've got people and stations from all over the globe there. They've got like special dances. They've got uh, dresses and, and shops and, you know, food from all over the world. And they celebrate diversity and multiculturalism. Yeah, so to see that celebration of different cultures destroyed by racial injustice is so sad. Yeah, kind of like an antithesis of what should be taking place. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not good. It's hard. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So I'm going to turn this to you now. What's been hard for you this week? This is, it sounds so silly and trivial compared to what you just shared, but it's, it's real. I mean, this is reality. So sometimes things are hard on a big level and sometimes they're hard because I messed up. (laughs) 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 Well, here's what happened. I, I tend to push myself and my kids, you know, I push us pretty hard. I, I expect big things. You want good things out of our kids. Right. And so one thing that we've been working on with my oldest son is strength training. Mm-hmm. Just to get him in better shape for basketball season. And so this morning, he had an appointment to go and get his driver's license. This is a big day for him. It was a really big day. And right next to the DOT is our favorite gym where we go to work out. And so I said, hey, right before your appointment, why don't we go lift some weights? And he was kind of like, I don't know if that's a great idea. I've got a lot going on in the morning, which is true. Like he was up at 5 a.m. going to work. Yeah, so I he's mean, working hard. He wasn't being lazy by any means. I was just that pushy. And I was like, oh, no, you can go to work and lift weights and get your driver's license. Why not do everything? <laughs> Maximizer. <laughs> I totally am. So here's what happened. Oh, I felt so bad. He's been such a good sport. He's been 16 for a while. Yep. Hasn't been able to get his license. Because of COVID and the DOT being closed. Mm-hmm. So he finally was able to get in for an appointment today. And I pushed him to lift weights. And then we got into his car, which is hot. I mean, the AC doesn't work very well. It's his first car. Of course not. Right. <laughs> so it's a warm day. We're already sweaty. In this hot car, we get to the DOT, and I didn't realize they were checking temperatures at the door. To make sure you didn't have a fever. Yeah. So we walk up to the door. She takes our temperatures, and we're at 99.8. Oh, no. I felt so bad. I mean, we don't have a fever. We're not sick. Mm -mm. We just, like, honestly had just worked out and just gotten out of this really blazing hot vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) so bad and so she's like okay why don't you just sit over in the shade for a while and i'll check you in a minute 
And I was apparently hot before. I started like sweating bullets. Like, I've got to cool down. I've got to cool down. Like, I was in a panic. I felt so bad for this kid who'd waited so long. And here I am pushing him so hard that he can't even get into the DOT because his temp is too high. But we were able to cool off. Yeah. And our temps were fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we wore a mask and we sanitized our hands and all the things. But he got his license. He got his license. He got his license. So next week when I ask what's something that's been hard, I mean, we're in a whole new ballgame now of parenting. Mm-hmm. Could so, be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> what's been on the forefront of your mind this week? So we talked about some of the results of the riots and the destruction specifically that's mm-hmm. going on. Uh, But what's been on the forefront of my mind today has been how to talk about race. Mm, Yeah. It's a hard subject. Yeah. And you talk about things for a living. I do. You know, got a radio show. So it's a hard topic. It's an important topic. It's really important right now. Mm -hmm. So how do we talk about it and how do we do it well? I think one of the reasons it's on my mind today is, you remember Brant Hansen? He was on our podcast as a guest a few weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, he and his producer, Sherry, were talking among themselves and thought, you know, there's a lot of people who just don't know how to talk about race. Mm -hmm. What if we help them? So a group of us actually got on a Zoom call together, and Mm -hmm. that was a topic of conversation. And you know what? It was really good. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so what did you what did you take away from that? Well, kind of what I already knew. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so because here's the here's the thing, and this is kind of my big takeaway. There's a lot of things talked about, like point people to Jesus. Instead of talking about the situation, you can talk about Jesus in light of the situation because he's relevant in this, right? Mm -hmm. But one of my big takeaways wasn't something that was specifically addressed. But as I'm listening to different people talk, I think one of the reasons talking about race is hard for me is because I don't think about it. Like, if I'm honest, I don't don't think about it hardly ever. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about how I sound, how I look, how I come across to people from different races when Mm -hmm. I interact with them. Like, I just don't put a lot of thought into that. Mm -hmm. And then after the conversation today, and I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying. Mm -hmm. I know I've got a long way to go. But after the conversation today, I'm thinking, I don't think that's the case for a lot of minorities I think that is on their mind probably all the time, like how they're coming across to people from different races. How they're being perceived. That's got to be exhausting. Yeah. That would be hard. So, again, I could be off. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But uh, that just kind of helped me empathize a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see where the conversation goes after this. But uh, I think that was I think that was a really helpful conversation to have. I'm glad I had it, and uh, we're not done having these conversations. No, but it's a good place to start. I think so. So, what's been something on the forefront of your mind this week? Well, I had a conversation with our daughter this last week, mm-hmm. and I gave her some advice. And it was one of those situations where, as the words were coming out of my mouth, I was thinking, "Am I actually saying this?" <laughs> Am I giving the best advice or the worst advice? 
essentially what I told her was sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. And the context of the situation was there are times when jealousy, you know, it's hard. And you don't feel loving towards someone Mm. if you're honest. But what's the right way to respond to that? Is it this fake it till you make it sort of put on a smile, say a nice thing to that person, and just Mm. sort of like, okay, I'm happy for you, even though maybe you're not, and just fake it through and move on rather than letting your ugly jealousy show in inappropriate ways. So on one hand, you've got honesty and authenticity being important. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, doing the right thing and treating people well, also very important. Right. So I've just been struggling through that this week of like, why would I give that advice to my daughter? Because I, I don't want her to be a, a liar. I don't right. want her to be living a duplicitous life. That's not correct. But at the same time, I wonder biblically, is there any grounds at all to act in love when you don't actually feel loving Hmm. and i heard this quote from c.s lewis he said do not waste time bothering whether you love your neighbor act as if you did oh c.s lewis for the win again i know always right Yeah, that's sort of this fake it till you make it thing. Like, don't worry about whether you actually are loving or feeling these things. Just do them because Mm. they're the right things. And in scripture, I wonder if that looks like like the word imitate in, in the ESV is what I use. And so we're called to imitate God. We're called to imitate Christ. We're called to imitate Paul and the other apostles and look at how they lived mm-hmm. and just consider the outcome of their way of life and then imitate that. And so I looked up the Greek word because I love, love my strong concordance. Mm-hmm. And, and the Greek word there, that imitate word, is the word that we use to mimic or to be an actor. Oh. So you act as if you are loving even though like the reality of being an actor is that you aren't truly that thing you're just playing that role Hmm. and so you start to imitate these people these apostles paul christ god you imitate these people and then i wonder is that an act of faith is that part of what faith is is i do these things And I pray that they would just become actually who I am or a part of my true reality. And that's sort of the hope that we have in Jesus, right? Is that he's begun a good work in us and he's promised to bring it to completion. So in acting in these ways, in mimicking these things, I'm living out my faith, believing that Christ is working in me and he's going to bring this to completion so i'm thinking about renaming the mantra yeah rather than fake it till you make it i think it should be mimic till you manifest mimic till you manifest because i like that we can we can do these things we can mimic these things until christ does transform our hearts and our minds more and more to his likeness i mean that's 
going to happen if we are a believer in Christ and we just live it out in faith, praying and and believing that he's going to do that work. So as sinners being transformed, I have to forgive people even if I don't feel like it. Right. Or else it's never going to happen. Yeah. Not feeling it is never an excuse listed in the Bible. Right. I have to love my neighbor even if I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, that's never going to happen. Yeah. How did the phrase go? Mimic till you manifest. Oh, (laughs) we need a bumper sticker. (laughs) And I'm putting it on our son's car. Yeah. (laughs) Right on the back of Manuel. Well, this has been Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon. By the way, we mentioned Brant and Sherry. They have a podcast, and they're doing a lot of talking about race right now. It's really good. Yeah, that's called the Brant and Sherry Oddcast. Of course, you can find us on ForefrontPodcast.com. We hope that you will subscribe and review. And go ahead and check out a picture that I'll post of the ultimate golden brown marshmallow are you gonna post that oh i am yeah (laughs) for sure people get marshmallow envy if that's a thing Mm, yeah mimic till you manifest (laughs) you've been listening to forefront with adam and christina hannon